This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season 10, entitled Performing Despite the Pandemic. There's been so many challenges over the last 20 months, and yet there are people who continue to show up and deliver. And in fact, you know, one of my amazing roles that I have the honor of serving is Notre Dame football as the mental performance coach and talk about performing despite our regular season just wrapped up. We finished 11 and one with a team that at the beginning of the year, people thought was going to be a rebuilding group, Uh, a year that we would be lucky to maybe win 10 games. But if not, that would be okay because this is a rebuilding year. But those guys refuse to accept that narrative. These coaches refuse to accept that narrative. And instead, we went to work every day, staying focused, locked in, committed to the process, committed to each other. And so there has been teams, organizations, individuals that we have seen like this in every different domain who have continued to perform despite whatever challenges are in front of them. And so this entire season has been about bringing you the positive psychology science behind individuals that can do that so that we can weave that into our own lives. And then despite the adversity that we face, despite the setbacks that might come our way, despite the limitations that others might say we have, we can still deliver the absolute best when it matters most. And so this week in episode 13, we are talking about a little thing called laughter. And so this episode is actually entitled Laugh a Little, laugh a little. And I want to share with you some of the science behind humor and the impact that has on how we show up as humans and as professionals in this world. A great quote from Charles Dickens said, there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Think about that. Think about people that you know are genuinely funny. And I'm not talking about sarcasm because I think people often confuse humor and sarcasm. And and sarcasm to me is just cheap humor. People that actually don't know how to think enough to say something funny, but rather sarcastic and often demeaning to themselves, to other people, to situations, to scenarios. And personally, I think sarcasm is incredibly unhealthy. During my PhD at the University of Missouri under Dr. Rick McGuire, we did a lot of coaching seminars all over the country. My my graduate assistantship was with the Missouri Institute for Positive Coaching. And Dr. McGuire and I are, are still out there uh, talking about positive coaching and doing a lot of awesome work together through that lens. But I remember one of the superintendents that we worked with, Dr. Brian Thompson, shout out BT. You know, he, when he heard this message and he learned about this, he realized that so much of the way they tried to connect with their kids was through sarcasm. And he actually banned sarcasm from his teachers and his coaches and said, listen, like that's not a healthy way to build relationships, build connection. And we've had coaches that are just sarcastic. And like, you sort of chuckle because it's sort of funny, but then you think, God, that's so... 
sick, really. And, and then people know that about those individuals. They have a negative perception of who they are, of how they operate. And then anytime that they try to say like, oh, I actually care about you, the kid's like, no, you don't. Like you say these undermining sarcastic comments all the time. And then all of a sudden you want me to believe, oh, you really care about me? That's not true. People can see straight through that type of behavior and that type of person. So when I say humor, please know I am not saying sarcasm. And so how can we generate more actual humor in the world? Because it's contagious. And when things get difficult, right? And I'm not saying like in hard moments, like be funny, because I don't think that's productive either. But this sense of humor that can keep things in perspective, that can keep people rallied together, that's what we're talking about. And I know that every time I share a study about how the, the science behind whatever it is that we're talking about, and in fact, there's so much great science here that I actually want to read an excerpt for you out of a textbook because there's just so much here and I didn't want to pick one. And I need you, I, I think sometimes people are like, oh yeah, humor, whatever. But listen to these studies. Research findings even suggest that physicians should prescribe jokes. Hippocrates, the father of Greek medicine, prescribed laughter to his patients as early as the fourth century BC. Valiant in 1977 found that the defense mechanism of humor or being able to laugh either at oneself or at a situation is associated with greater personal adjustment and well-being. Research correlating humor with health gained considerable recognition after writer Norman Cousins cured himself of a degenerative and possibly fatal illness. To accept the fatalistic diagnosis of his physicians and instead added an unusual component to his treatment. In addition to ingesting high-dose vitamins, he watched funny movies and TV shows. His unorthodox treatment apparently contributed to the disease. Experimental studies found that laughter can increase SIGA antibodies that help fight off infections, increase natural defense fighting killer cells, and lower blood pressure. Thorson Powell, Sarmony Schuler, and Hamps in 1997 found that people who scored high on a sense of humor scale also tended to score high on measures of optimism, extroversion, and capacity for intimacy, and scored low on measures of neurosis. They also showed higher self-esteem and tended to use better coping strategies to deal with stress. In general, having a good sense of humor can help people recover from illness, cope with life stresses and anxiety about death, enhance immune system functioning, reduce the psychological experience of pain, and increase the chances of successful infertility treatments. Anticipation of laughter can lower stress hormones. So we have only to think about laughter to benefit from it. So again, sorry I uh, read you out of a textbook. Hopefully you didn't fall asleep there, but good research suggesting how laughter and humor can really have positive mental, emotional, and physiological health benefits for all of us. So with that being said, right, some applications of this things, the ways that we've seen it show up in different areas, they actually have what they call laugh clubs out there. And this is basically where you just go into a place and laugh, not like a comedy show, but you just laugh. And for 15 to 20 minutes, get good belly laughter in and experience the mental and, and physical health benefits from it. So I don't know if we have any of those certainly not in South Bend yet. Anyone pop in, check it out and, and see what it does for you. The other application of this that is really personal to me, my grandma and grandpa. So we lost Gramps this, this year, called by, by blood, but definitely by family. 
has been a part of my life since I was born. And so she, she watched over us when, when we were little and again, just became more of a grandma than, than uh, somebody that watched over us. So we call her Grams, called him Gramps and we, we lost him this year, but, um, and just an incredible man who raised an amazing family, who loved his wife for decades, was a heck of an athlete and golfer well into his later years. Just a remarkable man in general. But one of the things that I love to do is I love to ask people who have been married for a long time, what makes marriage work? And I remember asking Grams this one time and she said, a sense of humor. You have got to be with somebody that makes you laugh. And they don't have to be funny to everybody. They just have to be funny to you. She goes, I can remember so many times where I was so mad at Charlie, so mad at Charlie. I just could barely stand it. And he would just say something that would have me in a ball of laughter. And it put things in perspective and made light of the situation and helped us get through hard times when money was tight. And we had five kids. And so you can imagine all the stress, the, the stressors that come with that. And and shout out to the Cummings boys and Jamie, you know, your rowdy bunch there and all the grandkids. But I love you all so much and I'm so blessed to be such a part of your family. And but that's what that's what makes it work, right? Two people committed to love and from grand perspective, being able to have that sense of humor that can keep things in perspective is really critical to just intimate relationships and navigating the hard times of life. Remember, this is performing despite. And, and in this context, right, performing means your marriage, your commitment to one another that you say, you know, I do for forever. It, it means that when money's tight, you know, we can perform despite, right? We can stay committed to each other. We can raise our kids despite and so humor is a really powerful way that can add the ability to the longevity of challenging things like marriage and raising a family and the demands that that creates in life. And so with that said, your championship mindset training for this week is to give yourself permission to laugh out loud. I mean, how often I would, I would challenge you, go back and look at your text messages or emails or however you most written communicate and count how many times you write LOL in a message throughout the course of a day. And then I want you to go on the other hand and say, now, how many times have I actually laughed out loud today? We got to bring this into real life, right? Not on social media, not on text message, not on emails, but into our lives. Actually laugh out loud. Shoot, you thought it was funny. You might as well get the health benefits of it, right? So take some time to laugh out loud. Give your permission to find joy in life. Like life is hard enough. And so we have to be able to contextualize that and to laugh despite. And what we know is that when we do, we are able to be more resilient and be persistent in the face of adversity. And again, now more than ever, that's what our world needs. People who will continue to show up and fight and perform and deliver despite. At the Selking Performance Group, we're all about helping individuals, teams, and organizations really understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership. So if there is a way that we can come alongside of you as an organization or your team or yourself as an individual through keynote speaking or workshops or one-on-one -on -one performance coaching, check out our website. We've got a full team of people, www.selkingperformance.com or shoot me an email directly, drselking at selkingperformance.com and just let us know how we can serve you 
how we can help you because we we need to unleash the power of human potential in the world. And I believe that positive psychology, sports psychology, brain science holds the keys to not just what we need to do, but how we actually do the things that we know we need to do in this world. And so please, uh, it would be a great honor for us to come alongside of you. And, and on the other side of that, listen, this podcast isn't free. I pay to have an awesome team at Truthwork Media, uh, help do all the media and production and all of this stuff. And if you would like to be a sponsor with us so that we can continue bringing content to the world, it would certainly mean a lot to me. Um, and if you're interested in what that might look like, again, just message me, Dr. Selkin at selkinperformance.com. And then follow us on all the social media platforms. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets. That's Mindsets with an S. And on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. So check us out, follow us, rate and review us on iTunes, all those fun things. It would certainly mean a lot to me. And just send me a note and let me know how you're applying this stuff because that keeps me going. Despite not having any sponsors on these things right now, it keeps me going hearing some of just the amazing stories that, that people share of how this content and this information is impacting their lives to again, be transformed by the renewing of their mind. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.